thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Travel Dads Podcast, uh, where today we are talking about the Bay of Fundy. Um, so much fun. Uh-huh. Great fun. <laughs> um, visiting it from the Nova Scotia side. So a lot of times when you start to research the Bay of Fundy, you will hear about or read about um, visiting the New Brunswick sites all along the bay, which... Should, I think we should probably actually cover what the Bay of Fundy is. Did you know what it was before we went up there? No. It just sounded like a fun place to go visit. But you didn't actually know what it was? Nope. Thank you for trusting me to plan a cool trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me. I mean, like, after I didn't know, then you just told me right away. Yeah. So um, then it sounded really cool. So if you don't know what the Bay of Fundy is, it is this part of the Atlantic Ocean um, that goes in between Nova Scotia and... New Brunswick, and it is where the highest, most aggressive tides in the world happen. So I think, gosh, what is it? It's either 50 or 60 meters um, difference between high tide and low tide at certain times. And it's kind of crazy the way that it moves in and out and the little coves that it drops from. It's just, it's kind of bonkers, and we got to witness it. But um, so that's what we're talking about today is. Uh, Nova Scotia sites for experiencing the Bay of Fundy. So, do you want to do you want to start with the not so exciting but really cool Annapolis end, or do you want to start with the crazy cool, awesome tidal flats and red cliffs down at Blamadon? Where, where do you want to start? Uh, let's go ahead and get the Annapolis Valley region out of the way. Okay. So, um, the first spot that if you're visiting Halifax, it's really easy to take a road trip along the South Cape of Nova Scotia. Um, and where that's going to take you, um, for our purposes, is out to the Annapolis Valley, which is kind of the it's the birthplace of Canada, or the cradle of Canada is what they also call it. It's where some of the first European settlements happened. So Annapolis Royal is actually a really cool little town. Um, what would you say the highlight of Annapolis Royal is? I think it was that cute little lighthouse that we saw, um, like from the 1800s. They're so short and stumpy. <laughs> it's true. So they kind of look like they should be in like a local amusement park that has a mini golf. Yeah, it's true. So <laughs> <laughs> but it's historic. So Nova Scotia has over 100 They're lighthouses, and, and a lot of them are just like you said, cute and stubby. And a lot of them stumpy. are stumpy, 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 like a stubby. Stump. I don't know stump. how it's different. Oh. S-T-U-M-P versus S-T-U-B-B-Y. Okay. So stumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is kind of actually like a tree stump. Yep. Anyways, so there's lots of these wonderful little lighthouses all over Nova Scotia. And the town of Annapolis Royal has one too. It's actually part of this really wonderful little waterfront park with eh, kind of like a promenade sort of area and lighthouse and historic sites. Um, but yeah, you can find them all around the um, Nova Scotia coast. And in Annapolis Royale, it, or Royal, it's um, one of the first towns that was settled across the street, uh, across the street, <laughs> across the bay, not the bay even. What was it? The harbor. What body of water? It was the Annapolis Harbor. Man. Is that H-A-R-B-O-R or H-A-R-B-O-U-R? B-O-U-R, okay. because we're talking about harbor. We're talking about the Canadian version of a harbor. It's my favorite place. It is your favorite place. So many colors. Um, 
Anyways, so across from Annapolis Royal is Port Royal, which was the um, original fort that was built. It's actually really cool. It's a National Historic Site that you can visit. Um, and when you go there, there's living history. No Jack Sparrow, though. No, because it, it's not that Port Royal. Oh. It's not the Caribbean Port Royal. Got it. That's a fictional place. This is a real place. I don't know why. There you have it. He's, he's not going to be on every podcast episode. <laughs> Anyways, so um, Annapolis Royal is pretty cool. It is a cute town to walk around. It actually even has um, rainbow sidewalks, like pride sidewalks, which was really kind of surprising. And what a gem to find in this rural town in the Maritimes. I didn't expect that. Anyways. Well, what I, find, what I found actually as we were in that part of Canada was that they're really progressive there, meaning that they, we talked about this before in a previous episode about how uh, they really um, are all about um, uh, it's easy the to environment. Find, yeah. And, you know, they've got, um, you know, there's no straws. They're eco-friendly. And uh, obviously, you know, they support all kinds of different people and cultures. They're warm and friendly. And it's, it's just not in Halifax. It's kind of spread throughout uh, the area. Coast yeah. to coast, really. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Nova Scotia <clears throat> was wonderfully progressive, which was awesome. And it was reflected by the people we met and the towns we visited. Yeah, it was great. Um, anyways, getting back to this, though, Port Royal, not the Caribbean version. Um, cool National Historic Site and a great place to learn about history, see some living history, and then um, move on up the coast to see more of the Bay of Fundy. Um, so... This is kind of unique to our trip to Nova Scotia, but something we discovered, and this is probably our strongest, most safety-conscious tip we can offer anybody who is planning on doing a road trip around Nova Scotia, is to download your offline maps for Google Maps, Apple Maps, whatever it is you're using, and then um, look at them in advance of actually going on your little road trip. So. Um, as we were going destination to destination on the North Shore along the Bay of Fundy, we were trying to get to Margaretsville. Um, there in Margaretsville, if you heard that, that was Chris cracking his neck. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, that was very audible. Oh, apologies. <laughs> Good times. I feel much better now. I'm so glad. Uh, anyways, what I was saying is we were looking for this town called Margaretsville because it has a lighthouse, has a really cool shore, another great spot to watch the tide come in and out at Bay of Fundy. Um, and we had followed our Google map on our way there between destinations. And what it did was instead of taking us on the main highway, um, it took us on, do you, I don't remember what the actual like signifier was, like what it was actually called, but it was basically, it was the snowmobile route for Nova Scotia highway system. Do you remember, what was it called? Um, it was just called a road of some kind. It Google, was not a road. No, well, okay, but Google said, Google Maps said, take a right on blah, 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 blah. And so Google thought it was a road and advised us to travel down it to get to our next destination. And we did. And already I could tell, okay, this is kind of an off-road experience. And we continued down and then it... There was the one spot where we're supposed to take a right, and it kind of went downhill a little bit. I was like, I don't think we should go down there. <laughs> Bob's like, I got it. We got it. Yeah. So and we didn't have it. Needless to say, started down that little hill just a little bit. Like, I once I actually started, I, I realized, no, this is not going to work. 
and tried to stop. Mind you, we were in a Dodge Charger, which has it's the worst. rear it's not wheel not drive. Ever. Yeah, it was bad. Horrific. So anyways, we got stuck on this really steep downward slope in rural Nova Scotia. But thank goodness for the Canadian Automobile Association. From the time we got stuck until we were completely rescued and back out on the main highway, it was less than an hour and a half. Like It's pretty impressive. It involved us like walking with the kids through the Nova Scotia forest with it's beautiful beautiful fall leaves got falling. some really great pictures oh yeah actually those are some <laughs> of the best pictures we got <laughs> was wandering through the forest and yeah anyways so moral of great the story great cell coverage too there yeah. surprisingly was great cell phone coverage moral of the story though keeping on track was um make sure that if you are planning a road trip through Nova Scotia because they do have these snowmobile routes that are a part of the map system um, be sure to actually review your route before you go so that you don't end up in a situation like us. So, yeah. Yeah. Or if you do end up in a situation like us and you're going down what looks seems to be an off-road vehicle and you're still on a flat level surface, just turn around and head out. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, so anyways, so that was while we were looking for the cool little town of Margaretsville, which isn't huge, but it, like I said, it's a great spot for watching the Bay of Fundy bring in its tides and rolling back out. It's actually another great spot to, um, they've got vacation rentals all along this really adorable coastline. So if you're looking for that little slice of Cape Cod in Nova Scotia, um, they do it in the summertime where they open up parts of the town for rental. And um, yeah, check out the show notes because there's some more information there about how you can find that. Um, But yeah, Margaretsville, not huge, but super cute no i blinked and then we were there you know so glad that i had my jacket because it was really cool i know well so another thing if you're visiting for fall colors um the fall colors peak in early october in nova scotia and it is absolutely worth it to be there for it because unlike what we have here in the pacific northwest it is i, I don't know how to describe it besides just like off the hook no, there. I mean, the the colors were amazing. Yeah. You just have to be prepared with your clothing. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, and the and and with your road trip route. Yeah, that's but um, doing a road trip on the North Shore, you know, checking out all these Bay of Fundy sites we're talking about, you get to see everything from farm valleys with sweeping hills colored, colored with every type of deciduous tree you can imagine, and red barns and white churches and. It's exactly what you would expect and hope to find in the Canadian Maritimes. So not getting too far off track, but that's that was one of the highlights of getting lost and trying to find Margaretsville was all the far the fall colors. So um but the next place we're gonna talk about, I think this was your favorite spot, yeah? I don't know which one. Where are you going? Halls Harbor. Halls Harbor was amazing. Um, most random and cool spot. <laughs> it was a little tiny nook um, on our drive, and it was a uh, Bob chose it because he um, knew that there was a little restaurant there from uh, a local seafood company there in Halls Harbor that had some lobster dishes, and um, we'll talk about that in a second. But it was this really beautiful little uh, marina, this little spot. But I, um, what was interesting about it was in the marina. When we got out of the car and you looked at all the boats, they weren't floating. They were just all on the ground. Um, Literally sitting on just like a bank of mud. Just in the muck. And, um, you know, so we we walked around. We took a look at the, um, you know, at the, at the bay and everything. 
and then walked back to the uh, little uh, shack to go get some lunch. And you, it's I interesting. It was really a shack. It wasn't a shack. It was kind of well. It was the the seafood operation place. Yeah. With a little gift shop, and then across from the seafood operation, the gift shop. A lot of live shop. crustaceans in the gift shop. Well, I hope there was a lot because I need to feed a lot of people. And across from that was like their food hall. And so, in, at this place, you actually go and you order at the gift shop to place your order for what food you want to eat. And then you go over to the little food hall and they'll bring your food and stuff to you. And this place we're talking about, it's called <clears throat> Hall's Harbor Lobster Pound. So jot that down or pop back to the show notes to take a look at it. But Hall's Harbor Lobster Pound is awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and I was so excited to go here because I knew that the seafood was going to be absolutely delicious. What'd you get? Um, well, I was... It was so hard to choose because um, I really wanted to get the traditional, like, full-on lobster meal and enjoy that because why not? I mean, you're in the Maritimes and lobster is everywhere. Um, but I, of Literally, course... Literally, lobster is everywhere. When we flew into Halifax, they have lobster <laughs> tanks in the, airport. in the airport. In case you didn't get enough lobster while you were there so that when you fly out, you can have lobster to take home. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um but just like Gordon Ramsay says, ask the server, what's your favorite dish? Like what what do you eat? What do you like? What do you recommend? Um and so I asked the I asked the lady there, I said, Hey, what so this is what I'm thinking about. It's like why not get lobster here? She's like, you know, I really love the lobster grilled cheese sandwich. And I was like, Tell me about that. And kind of the standard whenever you're in any of these restaurants in the Maritimes is to get like the lobster roll or get like an actual like half lobster, whole yeah. lobster, whatever. But yeah, she anything with the, lobster. Yeah, she went the different, different. But this way. lobster grilled cheese, um, it was on white bread, just like in like, kind of a Texas toast style, um, and it had Havarti cheese and then this cream filling. And that cream filling, I think, is what did it. That cream filling is like this cream cheese with minced onion and tomato, and then it had fresh lobster on top. So imagine all of that Havarti cheese, that amazing cream cheese filling. And lobster just sandwiched between Texas toast. It was awesome. And then with a great garden salad. It looked really messy. Oh, no, it wasn't. Nothing dripped out. It all held its but form. It, no, it looked like it was going to oh, be really messy. But and, it was so good. Yeah. What was messy was Bob's lobster oh, poutine. yeah. That was messy. So, <laughs> well, because I was like, I don't know what to get. And I hadn't been eating meat at all. And, but I had to get lobster because, I mean, that's where we were. <clears throat> and I wanted to be able to, like, understand and experience this whole lobster culture that is basically the lifeblood of the Bay of Fundy. So I went ahead and I ordered the lobster poutine. And um, if you don't know what poutine is, it is delicious French fries, like fat French fries, covered in some sort of gravy. So you can get all sorts. And when you are in Nova Scotia, you can get lobster poutine. And it was just like a cheese sauce, not quite like a fragrance. It, it was a lobster cream sauce. Is that what it was? A lobster cream sauce. And it had oh. chunks of lobster and also what's signature to poutines um, is cheese curds. Oh, the cheese curds. And because oh, the squeaky. cheese sauce was so hot, by the time I like got maybe like a third of the way into my poutine, the cheese curds were stretching to ridiculous lengths, like three to four feet above my plate as I was trying to eat, which was the most entertaining thing ever for the kids. Yeah. Good times. And the kids were super excited because they were able to get hot dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are connoisseurs. But while we were enjoying <laughs> that delicious lunch... All of a sudden, you look outside, and you look back at the same boats that were sitting in that muck, and I don't know, 45 minutes, 
They were le- no, not like, even. It was it was <laughs> it was less than that. It was maybe a half an hour. At the and most. they're floating. Yeah. So the water rushed back in, right? Because of these like crazy tides that Bob was talking about. Mm. Um, but uh, but then the boats were just like floating. And so you could just watch that change happen, which is just crazy to see. Yeah. So it, like I said, the Bay of Fundy, it has the strongest, craziest, most insane tides on earth. And Halls Harbor is really one of the best places to observe it on a short time frame. So, like Chris said, you know, boats sitting on the mud. Next time we saw them, they were floating. Watching the tides roll in, you're not seeing these enormous waves, but literally you can watch the sheer volume of water just rise before your eyes. It was fills up. Awesome. So, anyways, I know that was a lot to cover for literally the smallest town I think we've ever been to on any trip. But oh, but it was so perfect. I did want to see Popeye in olive oil. I didn't. Yeah. No, but you got to go like to Malta for ways. that. <laughs> Popeye's Village is in Malta, so that'll be a trip for next year. Um, so another spot, um, and this was, I think, my absolute favorite, that um, was Blomadon Provincial Park. And whenever we go on a trip, I do as much research as I can to find either the best places to catch like really good photos or the places that the kids are going to find the most interesting or something that's just kind of bizarre. And Blomadon, I just kept on seeing all these beautiful photos, but all the information I, I found said, nope, this is closed, this is closed, you can't access any of this. I was like, no, you know, we've got to, we've got to be able to do that. So we drove all the way to Blomadon, which is about, about two hours north of Halifax. So, it's like, if you look at it on the map, it doesn't look that crazy far. But, um, you know, it's winding, and you're going through farm fields. And like I said earlier, there was picturesque, perfect white chapels surrounded super beautiful surrounded by like farm fields and fall colors like you we could not have planned it better um but as you approach blomadon you start to see these weird um crevices and valleys in the middle of all these fields and it is the mouths of, of these streams that join up with the bay of fundy and because the tides are so insane even though we were you know five ten kilometers inland from the bay you still have these 15-foot mud walls going up these stream valleys. It's, it was really bizarre. It's, it's difficult to understand without seeing a picture, so make sure you check out the blog to see exactly what we're talking about. But it was amazing. So like just driving up to Blomadon Provincial Park, we knew that something cool was going to happen. And thank goodness we were there at low tide because low tide was the key. Um, so we got there. And I think the the best site you're gonna find, and there's lots of them, but um, the best site and what we were fortunate enough to get to visit was the Red Cliffs. Um, and how would you describe that whole setting? It was, I feel like it was out of Game of Thrones, only there was nothing in Game of Thrones that was even slightly like it. Yeah, that's why I would say it was more Martian-like. Martian, like, yeah. <laughs> like if I could go to Mars or something, like I feel like that was more of the landscape that you could see if we if Mars really had water, because the 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 sand was red, um, and it had beautiful ripples throughout the sand, and the tide was so far out. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, don't just say like the tide was like the tide was really far out. The tide was and, so far out we couldn't see where the edge of the waves were lapping. Yeah, but you could just walk out forever 
and and what's really cool is that the uh, the water looked like this aqua blue color mm -hmm. with this red sand with these red cliffs and so that's why it was very it was very martian like um and you just felt like you were on a different planet we did have to be really careful because those tides can come back in so quickly. Like if you if you get distracted and you start walking out too far, if that tide comes in, you're going to be stuck on a sandbar and you're going to have to very quickly trudge through waist high water. So you know safety first. Um, but it is amazing. So if you can visit as the tide is still going out, that would be ideal. So check tide tables. Um, but the other thing that you didn't mention that I thought was super duper cool was as we were walking on the beach, there were waterfalls pouring onto the beach, which I've never been any place else that had something like that. I mean, McWay Falls down in the Big Sur coastline does something like that on this beautiful little cove. But this at the Red Cliffs at Blamadon Provincial Park, there was, I don't know, probably what, five, six waterfalls. I didn't know where the water was coming from. It was, yeah, it was. It was bizarre. There was, but there was just waterfalls pouring off of these striking red cliffs onto this beautiful red sand and winding through. And it was one of the most unique places we've ever been. I loved it. It was amazing. The kids loved it too because they got to just run for like a long time on the sand, and they kept trying to find crabbies. I don't remember finding a single crab. Yeah, there was. There was no real was rocks or anything to turn over. I wonder no if barnacles. it's because of the, the red sand and the mud around there, if it, maybe it's just not conducive to many snails or crabs or anything like that. Clearly, like, the Bay of Fundy is the place for lobster, but even, like, as the tide was so far out, I didn't see any sort of... Actually, I didn't see any wildlife. Yeah. Well, when we saw eagles. We saw two eagles okay. circling above us. That's right. There was eagles. But... Besides that, no, it was very, it was stark. It was Martian. Yeah, it was, but that, it was it made for some really good job cool finding pictures. a good way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, no, super duper cool. And um, I would say next trip to Nova Scotia, I would like to camp at Blomidon Provincial Park and experience well, it for a couple of days and do the hiking and visit it every day at low tide. Was the hiking at Cape Split the one thing that we didn't get to do? We didn't get to do it because... It's That's not a, it's a private park, right? No, Cape Split is public. Oh, well, there was that private park that we did want to go check out that had access to some cool caves, I think. Oh, yeah, and that's a different, cool... that's different podcast, different day. Oh, sorry. That's on jumping the South ahead. Shore. That's ahead. on the South Shore. Tune we'll in stay for that tuned. <laughs> no, Cape Split is, um, it's just east of Blomidon Provincial Park. It's across the, um, the that part of the bay from it. And that is where um, you can actually watch the most aggressive portion of that tide. You know, like I said, it's the most aggressive in the world. But um, that's where it's most visible. And that's where they had actually put some um, tide turbines for generating power. And um, they were eaten up on their first um, time being out there because the water was so aggressive that the turbines were destroyed. So... Fun fact, tidal energy is something huge to be harnessed, and Nova Scotia works on doing that offshore. Um, but the Bay of Fundy is too aggressive, so they can't do it right there. But you can hike the nine-mile trail out to Cape Split, where you go through the different um, tidal forests out to just all kinds of rock formations. And if you can catch it at the change of the tides, you can watch what looks like a raging river going between all the rocks. It's kind of crazy. So... Next time that we're there, or at least when the kids are a lot older and ready to do a kind of intense hike, 
that is at the top of our list. And if you're visiting without tiny kids, um, gosh, make it happen. It, it looks amazing, sounds amazing. Our tow truck driver, um, tow truck driver, I can't say that. <laughs> our tow truck driver, um, he said that it is the best hike in Nova Scotia. And he's lived there his whole life. So, you know, I'm going to trust him. <laughs> Next time, is there anything else on the North Shore that you thought was exceptional that we didn't cover? Not except for that one thing that we'll cover in the next episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, some other highlights, though, to check out is um, Indianapolis Valley, which that's where we were first starting to talk about. It's also um, a wine region. So Nova Scotia has their own um, wine culture, and they've got all kinds of um, different spots for you to participate in agritourism. So there's um, at least four wineries that are located right there, and all of them um, of those four are estate vineyards, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then some other spots that you can check out on the Bay of Fundy include um, Cottage Cove Provincial Park. That's where we've got actual tide pools, which there's not a ton of them up on the bay, so that's a special spot. Um, there's quite a few lighthouses, and then a really, really special spot very close to the New Brunswick border is the Joggins Fossil Cliffs. So they have um, pulled a couple interesting things out of the cliffs there, including I think there was a plesiosaur, and then all kinds of um, shells. So super neat to find. So if you have any questions about visiting Nova Scotia, whether it be Halifax, and check out our episode all about visiting Halifax. Um, so visiting Halifax, the North Shore, the South Shore, um, any questions, let us know. Send us a message. Leave us a comment on the blog. We are happy to help plan and answer any inquiry you might have. So anything else you want to add? No, just, <clears throat> just make sure you get that lobster grilled uh, yeah. cheese sandwich. If, if, if that's your one takeaway from the last <laughs> 20 minutes. Um, that would be sure mine. you get a lobster grilled cheese sandwich on the Bay of Fundy when you're in Nova Scotia. Well, <laughs> <laughs> when I go back, that's what I want. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. This was Two Travel Dads Podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Two Travel Dads Podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be a guest on the Two Travel Dads podcast or would like to sponsor it, go ahead and visit us at bit.ly slash 2TDwork.